This podcast is proudly presented by Fan Babble Sports, a new way to cover sports. That's right. Welcome back to another episode of the Chat from the Back podcast. This week, once again, proudly brought to us by Cafe Kazoo. Jamie, take it away with the plug. Yeah, so this week's show is brought to you by Cafe Kazoo, Level 2 Westfield Miranda, just outside of David Jones. I have eaten there, I think, three weekends in a row with you, Benny, for brunch. And yeah, every... I think we missed last week. Yeah, well, we may have, yeah. Um, but every time we've had it there, the food's been awesome. The coffee's great. A uh, good friend of mine, um, she refers to the dirty chai latte there that she gets on skim as the second best in the entire Shire. And when you think about how many cafes we have in the Shire, that's pretty bloody good. Their soy cappuccinos, for me, have never been bad. So no matter just who's making chai, it, it's good. Just the chai lattes for me have been awesome. And the feed we got there today, the oh. big breakfast, oh, my God. The fan big breakfast. It. I, I couldn't. Yeah. It was just huge. <laughs> yeah. But the food was good, and that's not why I didn't finish it. It was just yeah. just huge. There's so much the sausages, the bacon, the eggs, yeah. the hash brown. The hash browns are awesome. The mushrooms. Like, the, oh, the mushrooms were perfect. Well, Whoever that chef prop- is there, he's yeah. a good looking man. I saw him today, and he... so uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out Cafe Kazoo bringing this yeah. week's show. Yeah, honestly, I can't recommend it enough. Obviously, no. peak Christmas time. If you're down there doing your shopping and you need something to eat to refuel before you continue on, Cafe Kazoo is the place to go. Absolutely. But welcome, boys. Hey, hey. Oi, oi. How are we? Not too bad. How, how's the weekend been? How's, well, how's the last week been? Up and down. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Mate, that's, it's been crazy for you. We were talking about it today, like far out. Yeah. It's been over the shop, but uh, hey, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> still alive. I'm still here. That's all that matters, mate. That's it. Fan Babble's kicking on, so. Yeah. But, uh, that's the thing. We've been going strong. Like we've got again, like as we were talk- you and me were talking about today, it's a bit of a soft relaunch sort of setup for next year, but yeah. then refocus everything again. But we're doing well. Yeah, we we have our days. Um, Chris Babis, one of our best writers, probably the best writer, is killing it with everything. Well, he, he, knocked, he knocks it works. out of the park. He's yeah, he's unbelievable, and the way he promotes it is great. But our podcasts are doing yeah. pretty good. We're being consistent. I want to see Star Spangled Sports Cars go back to being weekly, but yeah. um, you know. Yeah, it's coming to the end of the season for college yeah. football, which is what it was based around. So yeah. hopefully we'll have some big shows coming up in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, yeah everything's going good. It's been really... Well, like, they've even just announced though, all the bowl series as well. So Yeah, so we've got to have a lot to talk about on that show. But, you know, since I haven't been that involved because a, a lot of shit's happened with me this week, um, yeah. you know, it's still... The boys are stepping up. You know, Jordan's doing his V8 Supercut stuff. Chris is promoting the crap out of everything he's doing. All the podcasts yeah. are going up. I'm trying to promote them as much as I can. But, yeah. yeah. Like you said, soft relaunch in January. We're going to absolutely yeah. smash it today. I was talking to Nugget just earlier about what I kind of expect from him. And yeah, we're all on board. So yeah, looking for um, a big, big year 2022. Well, um, like you and me spoke today about some stuff that we got, we've got planned yeah. coming up. Like, man, it's going to be a big year. I'm hoping so, yeah. With the advertising um, we're going to put out and the sponsorships yeah. we're hopefully going to have, I think, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll put it out there. We've, we've, we've reached out to a local sporting side. About sponsorship deal, one that's close to us. One that's close to us. If you're you're involved with a local sporting team, and you, you'd be happy for us to jump on and board as a sponsor, hit us up. If, with Fan Babble Sports, we're more than happy to get out there. Uh, we've said from the start with Fan Babble, we're a shy based company, shy based business. We want to support the local area. If you're a local team and you're looking for some sponsors even if it's just us putting a sign up at the ground or whatever yeah we don't care hit us up and we will happily put money in i think it's the one thing we want to drive drive home heavily is we want to be involved with local sports like we yeah. want to push that like we are a sports-based media yeah. platform service provider thing whatever you want to say we are but um yeah we want yeah, to however you describe it yeah <laughs> yeah we want to get Involved with local sport, community sport, and spread the love. So yeah, one hundred percent. If you want to hit us up, you know where to find us on on social media. Search for Fan Bubble Sports. Send us a message, and we'll get back to you, and we'll try and sort something out. But I, th- I think we should get stuck. Normally introduce hosts, but as always, Scotty and Jamie. We already know everyone's <laughs> here. Uh, <laughs> let's get stuck into the week weekend that was. We'll start with the A League. Well, I didn't catch much of the action because I was out on Saturday night. 
then yes, like yesterday time of recording, I I had my prezo for football or soccer for the year. Bit of a big week, big day for me, but <laughs> as you can attest to, Jamie, after seeing me this morning, yeah, I saw you today. Well, <laughs> a I little was bit dusty. Not, I was not good. No wonder you got the big breakfast. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, that's, that's pretty much what he the, said. Oh, that's all I wanted. <laughs> but um, we'll have, we'll have a quick look at the results because it was a pretty strange weekend in terms of results and decisions and all that. But you had on Friday night, you had Western Sydney two 0 over Wellington. Brisbane and Adelaide, yeah. Uh, Brisbane Adelaide had a nil all. Oh, boring as shit that game. It was, it was again. I didn't catch any of it. Uh, Western United one nil over Melbourne City. I didn't see that one coming. Nah, nah, I, I didn't either. Like that, that was a shocker. Yeah. Uh, Sydney FC Newcastle two two. We'll touch on that a bit more in a moment. Oh yeah, we will. Macarthur one nil over Mariners. Lucky as shit. Perth Glory. Wait, wait, did you say MacArthur? I believe they're Penrith Bulls now. Are they Gold Coast United, North Queensland Fury, MacArthur FC Bulls? Well, they're playing at Penrith for the next couple of weeks, so I'm just going to go with Penrith FC. (laughs) Oh, is that because their stadium is is a bull paddock? Yeah, yeah, pretty much looks like a bull paddock. Um, (laughs) Still. Yeah, and then you had Perth Glory with, I think, we were talking about this today, Jamie, Perth aren't going to do much this Not even having their star signing, who's refusing to play because maybe can't get a decent haircut, demolishing <laughs> Melbourne victory at Amy Park three nil. That's a big result. And That's a massive the, result. Yeah. Goal of the week in there as well with that um, Anthony um, Burke with a beautiful strike oh, to get him off the mark. Oh, that was that was lovely. But then I've we been, yeah go on. Uh, I've been saying for a couple of weeks now on the circling rectangle is like. I'm not sure if like Melbourne are actually good. They got kind of lucky against Adelaide. I think it was in the no Brisbane in the first game. Yep, they were good last week, but they didn't impress me. And then yeah. this week they were just blown off the park by a team that I didn't expect to do much. So yeah. I can't even get a gauge on this Melbourne victory team. No, well, I, we... I think being a man down probably helped Perth a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but even before that, Perth were all on top. Like I, I said on the server record, I'm like, I don't think the red card made a difference. I think Perth was always going to win that game. It just sort of opened it up so the chances became easier. But yeah. Melbourne just didn't look like they were ready. Considering that they were, what, their first or they were first or whatever? They, they were yeah. first. At least winning. Yeah. Well, that takes me into the ladder. I'm reading through in order. You've got MacArthur first, Victory second, Western United third, Western Sydney fourth, Perth fifth, City in sixth. Wellington 7th, Adelaide 8th, Central Coast 9th, Newcastle 10th, Sydney 11th, and Brisbane propping up the ladder in 12th. What do we think is a big surprise on that ladder so far? Uh, Sydney FC dead last. Oh, almost dead last. Yeah, by one point we're up. One point and our goal differential is slightly better. We're a minus one Brisbane. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't understand yeah. I mean, I, I do guess. understand because it's the coach, but... Yeah. Well, that leads me into the second one of the other, point, other points, which is Steve Corica. Surely now, such a poor start. Like, okay, we scored two goals on the weekend, our first two goals of the season. But that's uh, it. We were I'm up 2-0. I'm nil. at the limit where he needs to go because he was 2-0 up and then botched it. 100%. Like, yeah, that's... It, yeah. Did you guys see any of his post-match press conference? No, I just saw a friend of ours commenting oh. underneath it. He, um, he kept on saying all the way through, we scored three goals tonight, but one was disallowed. It's like, exactly. One was disallowed. Leave it and start talking about other air facets of the game. Yeah, start talking and about I, the fact we, and, we let a two-goal lead slip. Sydney FC fans need to stop whinging. Yeah, at home. Against Newcastle. Like, it's not Melbourne victory. It's mm. not the Wanderers. Fucking Newcastle. Yeah. Like... like I sent it like, to a friend, a friend of the show, Ash Williams, who's part of fan battle. We've been on the show before. He was mentioning me blowing up about the third goal that got chalked off. Now, yes, I'm a Sydney fan. Yes, I'm a Sydney member. I'm a member. I have my season ticket in the Cove. But the way I look at it is like this. Fair enough, you want to be upset. But at the end of the day, if an, they are works in round, roundabout ways. So in six weeks' time, Lo and behold, we may still have, we, we've got rid of Corica and we're back in form. We survive with a draw like that from another team having a goal disallowed in similar circumstances. 
we can then not turn around and celebrate that being not given and saying, oh, it's the correct decision. Yeah, no. Like, if it's if that was Newcastle, how many of these Sydney fans would still be blowing up? Exactly. That is the key point. If this if this had happened to if this was Newcastle scoring a third goal that was offside and they gave it, oh. we'd be just as fucking pissed off. So it was a good call. Yeah. They they made the right decision. And, the and thing things. we should be focusing on is how do we let a two goal slip exactly. two goal lead slip against Newcastle. But also, oh sorry, sorry to go back onto it, but with that this loud goal, everyone's talking about Jordan Elsie Jordan Elsie playing at the ball, yeah? In that yeah, situation but, but in that situation it's the re- re- the official's discretion of is he playing at the ball or not. Well, he was always he was offside from the initial pass anyway. Exactly, it's that rule. So yeah, the initial pass he was offside. Doesn't matter if it if it deflects and stuff. He was offside yeah. for the first pass, and that's what they go back to. So because he's, he's made that he's made that decision to block the ball because he saw a player running through in an offside position. Exactly. That's... Yeah. So his decision to touch the ball is directly linked yeah. to the play. I just you know my biggest thing yeah. is, and I said it today on Circling Rectangle, is we shouldn't be blown up about a VAR decision that was right. We should be blown up about the fact that yet again. We have a lead and we get it pegged back and or we can't win a game at home. And that's because we don't have good tactics. Well, we spoke about it today. I've seen it mentioned on social media. Something needs to be done about Ryan Grant. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Ryan Grant. He's been one of Oh yeah. He's a Sydney hero. He's he's a legend. Done it all. Yep. He we need to come up with a different game plan than him running up and down the wing for ninety minutes. Yeah, because he can't do it. He's cooked he's, after seventy. Yeah, he's too young. He's too old, sorry. He's not young anymore. <laughs> too young, mate. Yeah. Well, really? <laughs> He's too young hey, to Dad. be running. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's... Again, we always harp on about it. We've harped on about it the last couple of episodes. Some people... I don't know if people are getting uh, overhearing about it or not. Or people... Like, obviously, Corrick is upset over it and overhearing about it because he always comes out in the press conferences. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. We've played the same way for years. But that's the point. You've played the same way for years. I, you have to change. You get you worked out. Yep. It's like you see it in all the crime shows and it happens in real life. When people are being watched, they get told, change your habits because people figure you out. It's the same yeah. on the football field. Same on the pitch. If you don't adapt as a footballer, as a gaffer, you're not going to last long. John Alawissi is a prime yeah. example of that. He doesn't. He has a good couple of games but then people pick up your system and he can't yeah. change it. Like Good managers can change things at each game Oh, we, we did it this way against MacArthur, but I noticed they were a little weak here, so we'll do it this way yeah. a little bit more. Like you've got to change it, yeah. even if it's slight. You can't just dish out. You can't just roll the ball out and say, "Hey, boys, let's just do what we did last week," especially well, if it's not working. Well, you look at Sydney; they play around at the back, play it out wide, run up, cut it back in the middle, play it down to the byline, cross it back, recycle it out. That's it. Yep, yep. They've done that for five years. And we're not as defensively and... sound anymore. Oh my god, defensively oh, god. shocking. Yeah, McGowan is the biggest loss for this year. Okay? We literally, I, like, I find this to be so defensively standoffish and ball watching. Like, I'm, the... I'm begging for James Donaghy to be fit soon because I think he's the answer at centre back with Wilkinson. Because Ben Wallen just doesn't uh, seem to have it. He seems to uh, step behind. As my favourite saying oh, goes, I could agree with that. That oh, yeah. yeah. Well, as my favourite saying goes, I'm sure you guys have heard me say it at a game before. When it comes to defending, get on him like a condom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, get well, to on be fair, fight. it is true. Like, like, give him no way. Give him no way to get free. Like, yeah. you're right. Like, it's hundred percent right. Give away that non-yellow professional foul. Like, I don't care. Let him know you're there. You know what I mean? Like, don't give him an inch. If we're going to be that team, that's what we have to do going forward. Uh, 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 abs- uh, English. Yeah. I absolutely agree. <laughs> That's right. We won't edit that out, Scotty. No, Thank you. <laughs> no, you should hear me on my show. It's, it's yeah. so bad. What was that? I just you're, leave a, it now. You're, you're a wanker, isn't it? Oh, that's on. That's on Circling Rectangle. Circling yeah, was... Rectangle. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Nugget. <laughs> yeah. Also, another good, good show to check out to listen to all things A League, everything. And also what we're about to get stuck into now, which is this weekend also saw the return of the W the W yeah. the, the, the A League women, sorry, not W League. The Liberty A League women's competition. Slap my hand. Jeez, how can I get that wrong? I should. How um, dare you disgrace our women? <laughs> oh. 
Benny yeah, May and you are going to have a very long talk. Oh. <laughs> it's saying that. It'll, it, it'll happen. There'll always be that slip of the tongue. Like, it's just... I, I mean, I call it, I, I I call him. it the um, Hyundai A-League last, well, last week on the show. So on second oh, I put that up there and that was funny. But, yeah, um, no, it just, well, he yawned. Yeah. All right, he yeah. yawned. I don't usually intro the show. Yeah, but, um, but again, I, I understand why they've changed it to bring it all under one, but it's still like... Uh, it's going to take some time. Yeah. But, um, but I love yeah. I love the new sponsor. I love that it's new rebranding. You know they stream yeah. it really well, and um, yeah. I think as Sydney FC fans, we got yeah. to kind of be confident because I think it's the only trophy we're winning this year because our girls look well, freaking good again. Well, the two trophies because we'll get the Premiership right. plate and the trophy, so um, we'll get both. Just just to clarify, Jamie, uh, Jamie, you mean the side looks good or the actual girls look good? Porque no las dos. <laughs> no, they, they look good as a side yeah. and you know they're not a bad team to look at but you know a lot yeah. of young players in that team Remy Simpson he's yeah. going to be a star in the future um, yeah but well, we'll get... really, like really the uh, Sydney FC women's they've always been a good team yeah yeah, we've so, always been up there yeah I think the like biggest thing for this year finalists mate we only or, lost or... the grand final last year because Kyra Cooney Cross went in that freakish corner the only mistake Jada Wyman made all year yeah. Well, she couldn't keep that one out, and it's not even on her. It was just a freakish shot from a another person who's going to be a future superstar in Kyra Cooney Cross. Yeah, I'm I'm but, big on the women's game. If yeah. you guys didn't notice, I watch yeah. everything. Um, <laughs> hey, well, I, I prefer to watch the women's yeah. than the men's now. Yeah. Yeah, so. More goals, like you did this yeah. week, that's for sure. Well, let's get stuck into that. Like, obviously, we're saying more goals. First game was the debut for the Wellington Phoenix women yep. against Western Sydney Warriors. Finished nil all. Congrats, if, congrats, Wellington women, by the way. Uh, it's about time we see those sides. Now we just need to get the rest of the teams from the A-League having a, men's, having a team in the A-League women's, and the one team from the A-League women's to get, get a team in the A-League men's. Which yeah, is, I mean, Canberra should have had one already. Yeah, well, that's our next game in the, in the W, in the uh, not W-League, A-League women's. <laughs> Canberra lost, one, Canberra nil, Melbourne City won. Sydney FC yeah. three, Newcastle one, Perth yeah. Glory two, Brisbane one, and this one a bit of a caning. Melbourne victory five, Adelaide one. Yeah, we did our predictions last week for the W League, and I actually picked Adelaide to be in the finals, but uh, Sydney FC to win it all. But I thought Adelaide would be a good team, yeah. but Melbourne victory on just... that performance. Melbourne victory going to be good. I picked them number yeah. second place. The defending champions didn't rebuild like we did at Sydney. Yeah, be very good, but. I wanted to give a shout out to two people, um, Melbourne City, um, Rebecca Stott, Stotty, played her first game back since undergoing cancer treatment, so it was awesome yeah. to see her out, almost assisted a really good goal, Yeah. Um, and Perth Glory, shout out, first win in 11 months, So, and it was a great way to get them yeah. into with a beautiful own goal from a back pass. <laughs> Brisbane oh. <laughs> um, yeah, great. And they play again this week. They play each other again in Brisbane. So, um, yeah, those were the two shout-outs. Good to see Stoddy back. And uh, yep. Perth, Chloe, what well on your win, finally. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Only take – geez, we, I've gone through, what, two birthdays, Christmas and an Easter. <laughs> yeah, before they and, won a game. Yeah. Yep. And my son's birthday, New Year's, Australia Day, Valentine's Day. But geez, they won – could, couldn't you waited an, couldn't you could they not have waited another month so we could have could have had two Christmases in that time as well <laughs> and two New Years? I just think if they played Sydney FC, Melbourne Victory, and then let's say Canberra United, then probably would. But yeah. Brisbane Royal aren't going to be good in the W League women's A League women's this year, sorry. Um, yeah. And you know Perth are uh, uh, a good side themselves, but they did really well to get the win, and it was. A lot of relief when they scored the goal to tie it, let alone when they got the goal to win it. And it was yeah. an own goal, so but, credit um, to them. I'd just like to say, I think Ben's got more wins than they did. What, in the last 12 months? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the sounds of it. Yeah. Well, they've got one in 12 months. How many do you have, Ben? Do we have this year? I think we've had three. There you go. You're ahead. <laughs> Always. But um, that Sydney FC performance was great. Um, they're just working their way into it. Seamsum, Ibini, and Vine. Vine was a star, Courtney. Yeah. She was great. Two assists and a goal herself. So yeah. we look good again. The midfield looks dominant. We got yeah. that. Um, Sarah Hunter from the Wanderers came over. Rebecca Nash from the uh, the Vikings from Canberra, who played Viking Park, came over. Yeah. Uh, we just we just look really good. I think Ante Uri just built a really quality, solid side. So it's gonna be they're gonna be hard to beat. Even though victory looked really good, I think we're we're the, the informed side this year. Yeah. 
we'll speak, competition. We'll, we'll t- touch it back on Steve Corica with Urich. Like, yeah, he's okay. He's got the, the Sydney FC women and he's got Sydney Olympic. Potentially, do you see that changing if we, don't, if we lose this week to the Mariners for Sydney FC? Is that game over for Corica? And do you could you potentially do you potentially move move your, your, move him up, or do you bring someone else in? I, I think if they lose this week to the Mariners, it's not game over, but it's that's when the stories are going to start coming out that he's under pressure. I think a draw. Also, no, sorry, that's cool. not when the stories are going to start. Start. It started last week right here at Fan Babble Sports with yours truly. <laughs> yeah, it really did. But um, so if like, anyone else puts out an, out a post or an article. You had a saying Corrick needs to go. You're following my you are taking my limelight. I want yeah. money payments and say sorry. Please credit Benny. Please please credit Benny and Fan Bubble Sports. Yeah. But um if you use anything yeah. out of my post. Trademark, trademark. <laughs> but um I I just think, you know, a loss this week's bad. That's when the real like, like stories from inside the club will come out, you know. Yeah. That he's under pressure. Um, like lead stuff. If he draws, maybe it holds it for him. I'm not really sure, but if he loses, yeah, anything but a win is going to be bad for him. Like, like I, I don't, I don't yeah. even think a draw is going to cut it for him. Yeah, because that'll be no wins in the first four games, and that's just not yeah. acceptable for Sydney FC. Yeah, depending on that's what I mean. Do, like, you, you're a quality side, and you haven't won a game yet. Something's wrong. Were you meant to be the best team in the league? Yeah, exactly. I mean, but in saying that, Melbourne City are defending champions and probably the best team in the league, and they just got beat where Western United in the Melbourne inconvenience. So, yeah. But in, in regards to new like managers coming in, I my first target would be Alan Stachich, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. I'd be but throwing again, everything you, I can. But again, you say that about, about Melbourne City, but it's not like they started slow. They've got their first two games of wins. Yeah, they just don't look. They just haven't looked good. That's the thing. But they've got the results. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, they're getting results. Like we haven't got the results, and we're not looking good. Yeah, well, we looked good for 45 minutes on Saturday night, but it was that was the only 45 minutes we looked good in. Second half, we were atrocious. That's, that's the best 45 minutes we've played all season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, the Bulls. I think the Bulls' as a 90-minute performance was really good. We just couldn't finish. Like, and they took one. They had one chance, and they took it. And God damn it, it was fucking Lockie Rose. But, yeah. you know, the most overrated player in the league. Yeah. But and unfortunately, that's all it takes. Just one opportunity and that's it. put it in. You only, you only need one. They got one against the Mariners. They took it. Although I don't think that ball will even have gone to the line if it didn't deflect off Bezanic. But yeah, but yeah, Alan Stachich is who I'm going after. And if he doesn't want the job, I'm looking at Mark Rudin. Yep. Or I'm going to offer a buyout to Wellington Phoenix to bring Ufa Tale back to the club. Yeah. Like they're your three options. Stachich, Rudes, and Tale. And if Tale does come, then Rudin goes yeah. back to the Phoenix. So. Or do we take a globe, globally known manager who's just become available in Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Nah, I feel like you're getting the God same no. thing. Corrick is at the wheel, Ole's at the wheel. It's just yeah. the same thing. But I, I think you'd want to go with an international manager. You'd want to go with a big name. Yeah. But if you can't, those three domestic names are the ones I would think of. Stachich will probably have it in his contract that he can leave for a domestic role. Um, Tale is probably a buyout, but I think his contract's up at the end of the year, so it's probably not as expensive as you'd expect. And Rudin uh, isn't in a job at the moment, and he's a club legend. And he did a really good job at the Knicks. He's the reason. But, you, good but you just don't leave him near USBs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I just, yeah, those are my three targets. If you can't get a big name international manager like we initially did in Pierre Litvarsky or Vitislav yeah. Levitsk, uh, yeah. Yeah, those are your three domestic ones. And they're all club legends. Yeah. You know, what Stajic did for our W League team was amazing. Yeah. And he proved he can coach the men's with what he did with the Mariners last year. Yeah. Rudes has been great. He, he revitalized the Knicks and he was pretty good at Western United until he lost the faith of the backing of the board. Yeah. And in fact, is doing great things with the Knicks even yeah. now and looking at the circumstances that they're under, what he's doing with them is impressive. Yeah. So. But you mentioned there, Stadge, he, he was with Sydney FC women. And when yeah. he was there, Leeds, I'm using that as a segue onto our next point. For, for who, as the commentator said in the game, is arguably one, one of the best in, our, in my opinion, if not the best women's player in the world at the moment. The best. Scoring, like, the beautiful chip, Sam Kerr. Yep. Did you see that, Scotty? Mate, if you're even questioning that Sam Kerr may be the best, then something's wrong with you because she is the best. Yep. Well, so many people the last couple of times have given out the Ballon d'Or for the women's player. So many people are still confused at how Sam Kerr hasn't won one yet. 
Yeah, it's just good. Slightly better than her at the time, but I think consistently the last four or five years she's been the best in the world, and she is. I think she's better than pound for pound. She, I think she's better. She than put in Chelsea match. in the bloody Champions League final. Like, how good yep. are you? For she Australian? just like, come was on. It last last night she won the player of the match in the yep. women's FA Cup final, and she had a rough first half. Oh, she she could have scored about three or four in that first half. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she had a rough one because she just could, she didn't didn't have it, and they were talking about her injury. And if it was a fresh Sam Kerr, she'd be scoring that. Well, she went out yeah. in the se- second half and said, "Are oh, you injured or not? I'm the best in the fucking world." Well, you look at that <laughs> first goal. Like you hadn't seen it when I told it to you this morning. Like that first goal where she was just cut inside and beat yeah. the keeper at the near post. Like you're not meant to beat a keeper like that at the near post on that sort of shot. No, she she sized that up, saw where the keeper was, and just pulled it. And you can see her pull it. Yeah. It wasn't a, just a hit and hope. She. She knew where the keeper was. She is easily the best player in, 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 in England. And, I mean, for me, she's the best player pound for pound in the world. 100%. That was said, Scotty. Have you, did you see the highlights of that, that game this morning or not? Uh, I saw bits and pieces, but I haven't seen the whole thing. Yeah, but you saw Sam Kerr's chip. <laughs> oh, you mean the icing? Like, in a cup final, yeah, you're up to nil. Not even in the men's. Who in their right mind goes for a chip like that inside the eighteen yard box? Yeah, no, uh, no one because the men don't have any balls. <sighs> Sam Kerr yes. has balls. Exactly what I said on the second rectangle show. I said <laughs> the balls on her to take that job. Like, <laughs> like, like, to do that, like, that's just more fuel to the fire of why she is the best. Yeah, the confidence she has, all the confidence in the world, and like, I mean, and like she's my word will be person. phenomenal, but. See, like I think the... with what she's been doing, though, you kind of use the word phenomenal. I think you there's not enough words left to describe how good she is. No, no. The, 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 she, at this point, she can't surprise me at what she can do because I just assume she can do anything. Like that chip was just, oh, look, the keeper's coming off a line. I'm just going to dink this over the top of it. it. It almost bounced before the fucking line. That's how perfect she like, was. If she back. comes out tomorrow, tomorrow wearing a blue suit with an an S on it, sorry, a symbol for hope on it and a red cape that says, I'm Superwoman. I'll believe her. <laughs> yeah. I will believe her. Straight the, up. One of the biggest things I took from that game was the 41,000 fans at Wembley for a women's FA Mate, Cup final. When I saw that, I saw the crowd. I thought, wow, this is awesome. The noise when she scored, uh, when yeah. Kirby scored the first one for yeah. the Chelsea fans was the best. It was like being at Stanford Bridge. Well, you look at it. The, the two big crowds last week for the, the Matildas games against the US. Yep. You've got that big crowd over at Wembley. Mate, the women's game is on the rise around the world and I could not be happier. Yeah, Eng- England's taking it real serious too. They're, um, I think they do a lot of membership deals where you get season tickets to the women's club if you have for the main team. And they're, yeah. they're, they're promoting it a hell of a lot more. They're trying to, like City's trying to win. They have a really good squad, yeah. but Chelsea, there's not much you can do when you have the best. Play- She's the Ronaldinho of the women's game. She can't not oh, do good yeah. things. Like. <laughs> Like we're gonna start have to start making up words because we're running out of words to describe yeah. her. <laughs> I think there's a word like like, <laughs> she's like it's yeah, it's amazing how well she is. But and she's doing Australia proud. Yeah, Messi that's it. She does it for the Matildas too. She never misses a Matildas game. Yeah. She's the best at Chelsea, the best in England, the best in Europe. But and at, she's humble as shit. The <laughs> thing is you look at her and her brother. A brother, Daniel Kerr, who played for West Coast in the yeah. AFL, like, yep, both super athletes. Like, she's now geez. clearly a bigger name than he he ever was. Yeah, one hundred percent, and and won't fail a test either. If you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. mate. If, if, I think if anyone doesn't know, look up the stuff about the West Coast Eagles side from the mid mid two thousands. And wow, cousins teams. In saying that, I do love Ben Cousins. He's one of my idols. As we've mentioned on this show. Yeah. But um, you mentioned City there. One of their partner teams, New York City, won this morning through to the MLS Cup final for the first time. Yep. And I believe they're playing your side, aren't they? They are. My Portland Timbers, who I honest to God, when we made the playoffs, didn't think we'd do much because we've had a really really up and down season. But, uh, hey, we just look good. (laughs) We, I did, I mean, we we hosted the... um, uh, Western Conference final at, at Providence Park, which was great, but I didn't think we'd win. But you yeah. know, we just played unbelievable. We're just playing good football. Yeah. And New York City are. Uh, well, pro- they actually, got up. Not... 
they got up two one this morning, but City scored all three goals because <laughs> it was an own goal that started the scoring scoring, and then City New York just went on. Yeah, I'm 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 nervous about it because I think City are good. Yeah. But- I would have been really nervous if New England Revolution were in there because I think they yeah. were the best team in the league of both conferences this year. Yeah. But they got knocked out by City, so in penalties. So I'm kind of, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm nervous as all hell. Sunday morning I'm going to be a wreck, or Saturday morning I think it's yeah. seven a.m. But yeah. it's at our home ground. We're hosting, yeah. so. I'm just, I'm, I'm still feel me and Scotty. I'm I'm sure you're the same as me, Scotty. Just feel for the LA went there this year. No one, oh, no I'll, one from I'll LA was filthy. Mate, there's only one team from LA, bro. We've spoken about that. <laughs> no one from California was and there. And I still believe yeah. it, and I'm a firm believer of it. There is only one Jose LA then? team. Yeah. Did San yeah. Jose make the playoffs? I can't remember. That's California, right? <laughs> That's the special cousin of California. Oh, man, I'd rather be in San Diego or San yeah. Jose than like, LA. <laughs> But that's the, the, he's still, only California's one a state. It's not yeah. the city. Yeah. Yeah. But... um. There is only one team in LA. We've said it numerous times on the show. Me and Scotty always harp on about it. LAFC. Big up LAFC. Come on. Or you've got the Galaxy, which are in Carson. So they are the Carson Galaxy. But... It's actually a cool name. (laughs) Mate, it's it's a shit name. Who wants to live in Carson? (laughs) I don't want to live in LA either. (laughs) It's all right. We're not Dallas Burns, so it's all right. Yeah. Take take that, Pat O'Reilly. I got into Portland (laughs) because they're... Their, fair, their active support is yeah. the best. And you look at what they do when they Mate, score have goals. Have you seen the 32-52? What do you mean? The, the <laughs> LAFC supporters, mean. Have you seen the stuff that we've done? No. Exactly. Have you seen, have you seen the Rainbow Army? The Timbers Army? Since we've come in, they've just been the poor, the poor copycats of us. Oh, man. Your, your TFOs have nothing on Timbers Army. Timbers Army. And do you have a guy who cuts a giant log every time you score a goal? No, but... Every, every, no, they pour every, a latte. Every time LA, LA score a goal, it's because I have to go and drop a giant log. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all I know is we made the playoffs, you guys didn't. And I really didn't expect us to even make the playoffs. So I'm very surprised at how we've gone. And you'll probably get belted by New York. I don't know, man. I, we have, I think our best player who was suspended in the first round of the playoffs for a stupid red card. I think he's back yeah. as well. I think we're full strength for this game. And I'm yeah. very... I'm very good. <laughs> We're too structured. Yeah. Wait, wait till the next game, mate. Yeah, be <laughs> no, I'm nervous as hell. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm nervous as all hell, but, but I um, just think we're, we're it's team of destiny. We're a team of destiny. Yeah. But st- staying on the football theme, let's go to the APL from the weekend. Obviously, there's still one game left to be played. I can't remember what game it is off the top of my head. Come on, have you Arsenal, guys? Arsenal, Everton. Arsenal, Everton. At Goodison. Ooh, your boys are going to win there, Scotty, aren't they? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> well, you're an Everton fan, aren't you? Oh, piss off, would you? You're not an Everton fan? I could have sworn. Oh, no, he's oh, a United I fan. You both, but I he's love a United you. fan. <laughs> City, are you a City fan? No, that's me. Oh. So no, what, who does he support? It's no, it's Everton. I know he's joking. It's Everton. Yeah. It's got to be Everton. Oh, no, you guys from Newcastle. They because they got their first win of the season this weekend. Congratulations. <laughs> nah, but um, no, nah, you are a Liverpool fan. You left it late. Beat Wolves one nil. Brighton Southampton had a one all. Southampton yep. were up one nil. Man, Man City three one over Watford to move to the top of the league. Oh, but that Watford goal was all right. Yeah, uh, West Ham beating Chelsea three two. I'll tell you what, West Ham are the real deal. They keep going like this. I said it, said it earlier in a couple of episodes ago. Champions League could is on the cards for them. Did you see that winning goal? I still can't yeah. tell if it hit um, Ruben Loftus Cheek's foot or if it just skimmed off his own foot and was just a bad. Co- I can't tell. Like I've I've seen it a thousand times. I just can't tell if it took a deflection or he just mishit the cross that bad. If you Mate, say I've, that, I've replayed well, it that much and I still can't tell. Yeah, well, and in slow well, motion, it's. If I, I said to you, if that was you, and I said, was it a cross or a shot, what, what would you say? Oh, it's a cross. It's a cross. Shoot, I'm claiming that as a shot. <laughs> no way was that a shot. Look at I'm the claiming that as a shot. You're telling me you won't claim that as a shot. No, it's a missed cross. 
I don't even think he he claimed it. I think he tweeted yeah. something after about it. Shot or a cross, doesn't matter when in. Yeah. I think that was his big thing. Um, Who cares? But he, he put shots him. first. So in his mind, it's a shot. <laughs> yeah, true. But, um, hey, it's but, a yeah. goal to his name. I, I still reckon exactly. the way his foot was angled, yeah. it was a cross. He was trying yeah. to cross it. That's why I don't know if it hit Loftus' or, cheeks. Or he could have been trying to knuckleball. Who knows? But, well, he, yeah, whatever West, it was, Mendy yeah. took a brief as he went across it. He took a brief look to the left to see where the players in the middle were. By the time when he looked back, it was going yeah. in the net. Yeah, but yeah, so that West Ham three two. Oh, it's oh yeah. unbelievable! But yeah, so West Ham three two, Southampton Brighton one one all, Newcastle beating Burnley one nil, getting their first win of the season. And oh my god, didn't they over celebrate that? Of course they did. <laughs> Still in the relegation. Fair, it's zone about as well. oh. Good goal, but for Callum Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Great goal. Oh, I'd be happy to see Newcastle get relegated. Oh, then, without a doubt. Then they'd be the richest team in the English Football League. Yeah, like they were last time <laughs> they got relegated. Uh, Liverpool, once again, Liverpool 1-0 over Wolves. City 3-1 over Watford. Then the games from from this past night at time of recording. Leeds had a 2-0 with Brentford. Man United 1-0 over Palace. Tottenham 3-0 over Norwich. And Villa 2-1 over Leicester. Yeah, come back win as well. But if I'm Man United yeah. and we just beat Palace one 0 I'm not happy. Like, yeah, you got the win, yeah. but come on, you're Man United. It's the game two days ago. It's the first game under the new gaff. New gaff, yeah. Who, who only had one day to do anything, which is video, which was as he said, really video session and explaining what he expects. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's coming into that sort of situation where it is going to be difficult. I would just, you know, we're still Man United. We still have better play, way better players than Crystal Palace. But they beat City in, in um, Manchester, so Palace aren't terrible. So one 0 wins, and it was a great goal from Fred. Whipped it across oh, beautifully. See, Fred's the sort of player I think on the Ragnac could go to another level. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of worrying. I think they actually have a decent coach there now. Yeah, and, and then I feel ripped off for Carrick. Yeah. Should he even yeah. given a chance? But well, it was apparently it was his decision. As well, to not take the job, to not, well, not to not take the job, but to leave. Like he could have oh, stayed I there, but, too. but um, but yet again, Ragnac is also signed on for another two years after this as a a director sort of yeah, position. director like a technical director. Yeah, yeah. But then that's, his, that's what he wants. Yeah. He wants to be. Yeah, that. he doesn't want to be a gaff. No, he but he he wants to use this season yeah. as what do I have? What can I sell? What do I need? Yeah, like, that's what, what he's going to do. What can I benefit? What can benefit the next person yeah. coming in? From but, him, I'm selling Mason Greenwood to Manchester City tomorrow. Guys, rubbish. Sell him yeah. to your biggest rivals. That's what I would yeah. be doing if I was him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> play, play the old saboteur. So is that, is yeah. that like how, how you guys are going to look at selling Bill Foden to Man United? Yeah. He's looking yeah. pretty rubbish, you know what I mean? Like, mm. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty bad. Yeah, we should yeah. just offload him. Apparently, we're well, getting Luka Modric for a season before he goes to New York. So that's, yeah. that's going to be interesting. But um, yeah. I don't want to lose Bernardo Silva now. He is better than Salah for me right now. No offense yeah. to you, Liverpool fans. I don't know many, but um, Scotty will love to hear that, being the Everton oh, fan that yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, I'm loving this. <laughs> <laughs> being the no. toughest fan that he is. But yeah, yeah, I think Bernardo Silva is playing out of his world. Yeah. Salah's having a great season as well, obviously, but I think it's what we expected of Salah, yeah. whereas Bernardo Silva is just in this purple patch of form where everything he does is gold. Yeah. Well, looking at the Premier League table at the moment, City's now gone in a first, Liverpool second, Chelsea fourth, West Ham fifth, Tottenham Tottenham fifth, West Ham fourth, uh, bottom three, Norwich, Newcastle, Burnley. Any real surprises there in those positions? Probably West um, Ham for me, being in the Champions League. I'd say West Ham being fourth, that's a surprise. Yeah. Um, Man U being seventh. Right uh, now, there's six, is... six at the moment. Oh, there's six now. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Until Arsenal play Everton tomorrow morning. If that's, yeah, but that's still a surprise, yeah. though. Yeah, like if that's a draw, I believe United still stay in six. But if Arsenal win, Arsenal go up. Yeah, but, you know, but like, we're almost halfway through yeah. the season, and well, they're still yeah. not. But like yeah. they're they're close to fourth, yeah. but. Well, you look at Everton, though. Everton are in 16th on 15 points. They're only five points away from the relegation zone. So, it is for Everton, this is technically a must-win game. Yeah. I, I still reckon it'll be a draw, though. Yeah. I just have a feeling. What do you think, Jamie? All right, we've lost Jamie. <laughs> but, um... 
I said that's all right. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I said but, um, I think Arsenal will win. <laughs> Arsenal will win. Yeah, and if well, if Everton well, get relegated, look yeah. at the players that they're going to lose. DCL, well, he's gone. Richarlison, in a T-Rex, they're going to lose T Rex arms. <laughs> yeah, Pickford. I mean, yeah. he might go to a Burnley or someone if they don't get relegated. Yeah. I wouldn't take him in City, but um, yeah, he's like Harry Maguire. Only plays good when he's wearing white. Yeah, like, it is surprising because Everton's always been a like middle table team. Yeah, and they it's... and like they're just on top half of the table sort of team. Well, I hate to say it, ever since they got rid of David Moyes, like admittedly Moyes had an offer that was too good to refuse and yes, got to United. Exactly. Yep. But that's where their downturn really started. Yeah, he did everything they wanted. He said, they said, we, we don't have a big budget, but we want to stay mid-table. And he did that every year. Occasionally, they'd beat Liverpool yeah. in the derby, which I know you're really happy about, Scotty. You enjoyed those ones. But he did what they wanted. Yeah. And then he took the United job. Any man in, would, would not have blamed him for doing it. Yeah. But, I mean, he's obviously a good manager because look what he's doing at West Ham for back-to-back Well, that's seasons. the thing. I think we've said it numerous times. You look at him. He seems to be that sort of manager that, that works better on a small, a a, not a smaller team per se, but a lesser team, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and a smaller budget. Like, he doesn't have a massive it's, budget at West Ham, but he finds good players. Yeah. Jared Bowen. Moise has always been good with, here's what we've, this is the mess that you've got. Do, do something with it. Yeah. And he's always brought any sort of team up. 100%. I, d- I definitely don't see him as being that, Big team gaff, but definitely one of the small teams, 100% the way to go for him. I really think if they gave him another like six to eight months, he would have done great things at United. I think he was really trying hard to imprint not yeah. just a style, but a culture, and they just didn't yeah. have the patience for him. No. And they haven't since they sacked him. So, yeah. They've so become definitely every, better than Solskjaer, that's for sure. Yeah. They've, <laughs> yes, become, they've become everything they hated, which is a Chelsea style of you don't do, go, you don't do, go, you yeah. don't do, go. Everything they used to hate, everything they never wanted to be, they've become. Yeah, yeah. But um, sticking on the Premier League per se, saw something before. You said you heard about it earlier, Jamie. Yep. Um, breaking breaking news just over an hour ago. For us, I saw uh, the investment arm of the San Francisco 49ers now has a deal in place to buy Leeds United for in excess of 400 million pound. Yeah, which is pretty much exactly what Newcastle cost them. So yeah. when you look at what Leeds is, I think they're a little bit more valuable than Newcastle, but... Oh, way more. Yeah, they are. Um, I, I listened to a podcast called The Price of Football with Kevin Day and Kieran Maguire. Really good show if you want to know the ins and outs of finance in football. Like a bit of a nerdy thing, but I am a bit like that. And yeah, they were talking about it a couple of weeks ago about their angling to take full ownership of the club. They were looking... They put an inquiry in for how much it would cost, like what... The share price would cost, and yeah, I think they obviously have their answer, and they're going to go for it. And I think it's good because NFL teams don't lose yeah. money; they make billions every year. So it means Leeds has yeah. a solid financial backer behind. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, what was it? A couple of years ago, they the that arm um, bought a ten percent stake, I believe. Yep. Yep. With this option coming in, and you've got for the for the current majority owner at Leeds, I can't remember his name. It's not it's just escapes me for the moment. You've got them back to... You've helped get the team back to the Prem. Like, obviously, they're, ha- they're not having the best year this year. But I can't see them getting relegated. No, they're too good for that. Um, now that Bamford's back too. Yeah. What better time to sell and get your money? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to sell them when you're in the championship, especially when you're close to making the Premier League and you're making... You almost double your money in the Premier League, so... Yeah, it's why Derby County is going to struggle because they're trying to be sold right now. They have sixty something million dollars worth of debt, but if they get relegated with their twenty-one point deduction, yeah, no one's going to want to spend sixty million dollars on a League One team. Oh hell no! So Derby are in. Yeah, Derby aren't looking good. But yeah, like we were lucky to get like a child. We were lucky. To... It was just someone that, with someone that actually comes in and understands football with yes. Thomas Sandgard. Yeah, as you as you you guys probably would have most people would have seen if you. Looked at my article from the other month and look at stuff that's going on. Like he actually understands and wants to bring people in. Like they've got another thing for the game this week, this mid, mid this week's midweek game, 
which is again Field of Valley, where each season ticket holder gets two or three free tickets nice. to give to friends to bring into the valley to fill it. The other week we did that, we had over twenty six thousand people there. And you know, in, in League One, it's about creating atmosphere. Yeah. And helping the team win on the field, and the more you yeah. win on the field, the more you actually get those players to come back week yeah. in, week out, and, and the they've gone through some and, tough times. Yeah, but um, yeah, hope if that happens, then that could send leads to another level. Yeah, it could make them the leads that they were in the early, yeah. late nineties to early thousands that we all know, and have people in charge that won't make the wrong mistakes money wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, as we get st- stuck into the last sort of portion of this week's episode. I want to also touch on another partner, sponsor that we've, we brought on last week, Elite Salon for Men in Ingerdine, up, 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 just off of the crossing opposite where Woolworths is in Ingerdine Central. If you want a great haircut, they'll do. They'll trim your beard up. I'll do everything for you. Trust me, I've been going there for years. If you want to get a good haircut, go to see, see Joe and the team at Elite Salon for Men in Ingerdine. So, Scotty, this one's probably one that you probably won't have much of an insight on. Um, this Fair is enough. more for you and me, Jamie. <laughs> um, touching on the NFL for the first time in forever, Big Ben, Big Ben Roethlisberger, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. The reason I go for the Steelers because, as I think, as I said with his nickname, Big Ben, I've always had the same nickname. <laughs> yep. <laughs> According to reports last week, and it doesn't surprise me, he's been around for a long time, and obviously not as long as Tom Brady, but he's he was very much the first quarterback to go into that put my body on the line sort of gameplay style. Looks like Ben Roethlisberger is retiring at the end of this current season. Does that surprise yeah. you, or um, it surprises me he didn't retire four years ago? He's thirty nine, yeah. and he's had a lot of injuries. Yeah, he's a big fella, like you said. He's not this small little quarterback like a Tom yeah. Brady or a Steve Young or anyone like that. He's a big fella, and you know, used to love to throw his body into tackles and go for a real, little rush, but kind of wised up in yeah. the older years. But yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. He'll be a Hall but, of Famer for sure. Oh, first ballot. Yeah, yeah. He'll, Even yeah, though he's he'll... had some indiscretions off the field in the past. Oh, they don't care about the, that in the NFL. The way that he's changed his changed his perception off field up is amazing. And I think also when you look at Hall of Fame style, you look at the way that he changed the quarterback style of game in a way. So these are some of his important stats. He's got two Super Bowl rings, uh, XL and XL3. I don't know what years they were, but he probably does. Uh, Super Bowl 40, Super Bowl 43. There you go. Uh, 2005 um, season or Super Bowl in 2006. And yes. 2010. Super Bowl, so 2009 into 2010, I believe. First one was 05, second was 08, and yeah, the third well, one he lost was 10. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, rookie of the year in 04, the year he came out, yeah. six-time pro bowler, two-time passing yard leader. Some of his records, he has the most cons- most 500-yard games of four, most completed most completes- completions in a regular or pro-season game. That's 47 completed yeah. passes in a game. Most don't throw that many, so he completed that yeah. many. Um, he's, yeah, he's... 410 touchdowns to 270 interceptions. So he's got a positive t- touchdown interception race to yeah. go. Great player. Like, great player. Like you said, some off-field shit, you know, doesn't really come into the account when it comes to the NFL Hall of Fame. No. But yeah, he was a good player. A lot yeah. of Australians like Ben Roethlisberger because, you know, Troy Polamalu was playing for the um, Steelers when he was yeah. around. And, the bus. Yeah. yeah, the bus. But he's well, a good player. Thing. If you've ever seen America's Game, you've seen the one about the 2005 Steelers there's a great story in that. The year before, they lost. I can't remember what who we lost to in the playoffs, but we lost. And there was talk, talk of Jerome Bettis retiring, but he ended up coming back because the next year in Super Bowl Forty, which we, when we beat the Seahawks, was in Bettis's hometown of Detroit. There's a, it's Bettis talked about it in there. He thought Ben was just being oh, it's dumb rookie, but Ben kept his word. Bettis came back. They won the Super Bowl and. Ben gave Bettis every single game ball from the playoff run. He said that to him the 12 months prior when they lost, that I'll give, we'll go win the Super Bowl and I'll give you the game ball for every playoff game. Like, mm-hmm. 
don't make me comment to comment compliment this guy anymore, please. <laughs> like, for, like we hated you guys as a Patriots yeah. fan. We hate you guys. Are the only team that yeah. really could match up with us in the AFC. It was always yeah. it was us or the Indianapolis Colts that were the big big teams. As yeah. I've been a fan, but yeah, he's a good player. I, you know, he's been a bit of a dick in recent years. You know, not wanting to mentor younger players, obviously yeah. he wanted to keep playing, but yeah. You know, I think this year he's decided to retire. I think he yeah. will mentor well, whoever well, your book is. The other year when he was out with his elbow, he yeah. did a, he did he did do a bit of coaching that year. He didn't want to, but yeah. Mike Tomlin but is just did. a really yeah. good man. Um, there's a there's a mad set of videos looking at him coming back from that injury on YouTube, and he's and he, does, he gets a few, and it's really good to see, cool and interesting to see the way he comes back from that injury. I can't recommend that enough, and in his prep he was growing a beard and wasn't shaving it until he could throw an NFL style pass and he got a few of the receivers to come come actually come out to his house to train and practice and get him used to throwing passes which I thought was amazing to do but yeah it's it'll be a shame to see him go for me for because as I said he's one of the reasons I go for him but and it's a scary time when you lose a quarterback yeah. you know what you get from him yeah. I mean I'm a Patriots fan we lost Tom Brady we were garbage last year, yeah. but we have Mac Jones now. So in saying that, I don't know who's do, behind him. We're, we're at Steelers. Yeah, we have. I think we, we may look at Mason Rudolph. Oof! But <laughs> he wasn't great when he had his chance yeah. a couple of years back. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help when you when you're playing games and you're getting helmets thrown at your head. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Yeah. Um. No, I think. But I think if you give him that full preseason of him knowing he's the guy. You know what I mean? You give him that yeah. run, that lead in, knowing he's the guy, then that changes everything and put him to that other level. I mean, it's what we did with Mac Jones this year. Yeah. Honest to God, I couldn't be happier with the way we're yeah. playing. We're back in the playoffs this year, hopefully. Um, we'll beat the Bills tomorrow, and that'll put us top of the East and top of the AFC. So, yeah. you know, it's 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 exciting going to a new quarterback, yeah. but it's nervous at the time. Like, me and Nichols wanted Jake from from Georgia, Dan Nichols from um, Rugby yeah. League Outlaws. We wanted Jake from. He's a Georgia fan. I just like Jake from. I think he's a good quarterback. But we got Mac Jones, and we both celebrated because we got an Alabama quarterback. Yeah. Those guys, you know they're good. So, And, you know, Nick Saban's a good friend of Belichick, so it was easier there because you know exactly, he knows exactly how to teach him. Yeah. It's exciting. Like, you're either going to go in the draft and get someone big, or then you're not going to be very high because you're still good this year. Or you're gonna, yeah. you know, either trade for someone or back Mason Rudolph. He, he might be the guy yeah. Mike Tomlin thinks will be good. So yeah, well, I, I think it was good to give him that run. I think it was two years ago. Yeah, when Ben was out. Ben was out because it gave him that taste and seeing how the how the NFL plays. So I think then also sitting back and watching Ben and I can't can't remember who our other option at quarterback is this year. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry, sorry, boys, but um, are you looking that up, Jamie? Or yep, um, I'm, you'll say the name. Dwayne up. Haskins. Yeah. Mason yep. Rudolph, Ben Roethlisberger, Dwayne Haskins. Who's um, the Ohio State guy that was at the Redskins last year and they got rid of him? So yeah. So like we've got two pretty decent options, I think. Yeah, I, I like Dwayne Haskins, to be honest. I um, loved him at Ohio State. I thought he was the best quarterback yeah. to come out. He hasn't been good for Washington, but he's got yeah. it. He's got something about him. So yeah, it's, Mason Rudolph was okay out of pit. He wasn't yeah. terrible there. I think he was out of pit. Was he out of pit? Oh, let me just quickly yeah, do a Google search. Producer work. But either way, we've got a good setup there. I think. Tomlin always gets the best out of young players as well, like players that are inexperienced. You know what I mean? It's he's very much Scotty for you. He's very much like a Jurgen Klopp. Ah, uh, okay, right. He gets the best <laughs> out of young play, younger players. Like, True, Klopp is very good at that. So, oh, Oklahoma State. Sorry, oh, it's right there in yeah. the picture I'm looking at. I should continue to read. Yeah, but um, either way, it, it'll be a big, big. Change into the guard, but we should be all right. But, it's exciting, um, but you know, it's yeah. exciting. Like we didn't do it yeah. right last year. We went with Cam Newton; he was terrible. Yeah, but we did it right this year with a really good, really good player, Mac Jones, who's taking us back to the bloody Super Bowl. Oh, not Super Bowl, but playoffs at least. So, mate, if you keep if you keeps playing like he has been, there's no reason you can't. Well, no one in the AFC is stepping up. You know, every, yeah. 
like the Chiefs are bad. Ravens are pretty good. The Bills aren't well, doing what we well, thought. Then they that would. we beat the Ravens this morning. Yeah, that's what's going to put us in the top if we can beat Bam- uh, Bamboo. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> Bill, Bill, the Bills tonight. Buffalo. Oh, the Mafia beat the Mafia. Yeah, the Table Mafia. Um, but yeah, no, it, that should be a good Monday night game. I think. Oh yeah. I, did, I was going to get it this year. I didn't end up getting it. I'm kicking myself for it. Uh, NFL Game Pass International. Definitely getting it next year. Jamie, I think you and me go splits. We get it, split it, whatever, 100%. But I think it's time to get on to the main last subject of the show this week, boys. Kick <laughs> first balls tomorrow when this gets released. Two days' time for when we're recording. The Ashes. The biggest series, biggest test series in the world <laughs> of cricket. Am I am I wrong in saying that? You are not wrong, sir. You are not wrong. Um, it's, it's cricket, but it is England, yeah. so I do care. So but the thing is, for me, it's real cricket. It's Test match cricket. It's not the twenty twenty crap. It's not the one, the one day. Eh, let, let's let's both have a go. It's Test match. It's proper proper cricket. See, I'm going to be very confused and have mixed feelings about this. In what way? In the way I want, I want Australia to hit a six, but I also will be screaming at the bowler to bowl the prick out. Yeah. So. <laughs> See, for me, when it comes to the Ashes, Australia all the way. Oh, I'm not torn at all. It's England all the way. Well, I've, I've actually it. got on DVD here the last two five-nil drubbings that. Australia dished out to England. Yeah, but how do you do it in football, huh? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. rugby, huh? Yeah. <laughs> who cares about rugby? England fans, that's who, because they're good at it. Yeah. <laughs> well, how well did you do, do in the last Rugby League World Cup? Oh, it's an irrelevant sport, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> how did you do in the last Curling World Championships? Well, Canada takes those ones out, all right? It's yeah. just... <laughs> no one's beaten them. Speaking of, I say in the next couple of weeks, or even as part of the soft relaunch next year, let's look at some obscure sports that people don't generally look at. And I'll say say we bring up curling first. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could do some stuff on curling. There we go. Get I set like for, it, so. Get set for next year, guys. We're going to do, as a matter of fact, here we go. For anyone listening, if you can think of an obscure sport you would like us to cover on the show, send it in. Please, someone say European handball. <laughs> Even if I have to put in a fake name, I'll send in European handball. <laughs> but no, like, seriously, send us I something. I shot that like football. Oh, that's a Ooh. good one. That Man. is a good one. Have you ever seen some of the fights from the International Rules Series with oh, it, yeah. between Australia and Ireland? It's because they're Irish people. That's why they don't want to play. That's why they don't want to play it anymore because yeah, the Aussies are too rough. It's a bad image. <laughs> the Aussies are too rough. It's like. Please, like, that's not even rough for, for the Aussie Rules players. Where's the first test being played? Uh, at the Gabba. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, so we've got the Gabba, Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney. And as of today, with when, when we're recording, we don't even know where the fifth test is being played. It was in Perth, but that's now gone. Good. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> Hobart is pushing. There's also talk of keeping him in Sydney or taking him back to Melbourne. I don't agree with that. Honestly, no, give it to Hobart. No, I, I think Canberra played in the capital. Yeah, you know, not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. The old Bell Reeve Oval, is it? Monica. Monica. Bell Reeve is Tasmania. Tassie. Bell Reeve yeah. is Hobart. Yep. Monica is where the yeah. Giants play in. Yeah. 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 And the Kangaroos. Yeah, where Gwiz play. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd, I, say, I'd say give it to Canberra. Put, yeah. yeah. Like it that. off in the capital. Well, Canberra's only just started getting a couple of test matches recently. And it's I think it, it'll be a great atmosphere down there as well. Yeah, you can bring fans from Sydney, can get there pretty easily. You can fly directly to, from Melbourne in about 45 minutes. Yeah. So. Well, it's the same. It's it's allegedly the same distance between Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, it's a bit closer to Sydney. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a bit closer to Sydney. But it's only about five hours from Melbourne, I think. Yeah. It's like three hours or whatever from Sydney. Yeah, yeah, about three hours. But again, one one not Canberra. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that idea either. Because then, if I can't go to the Sydney one, 
I can just yeah. go to Canberra and watch follow the Barmy Army around. Well, that's the thing with me. Like, I understand Tassie hasn't had a test in years, but they had such a strong spell of having test match cricket. Yeah. Canberra hasn't had a test like this. No. See, I'd rather go to Canberra because my relays live in Canberra and they live right behind a golf course, so I can go golfing. <laughs> Ooh. See, I think that's something we need to look at. Fan Babble Golf Day. Yeah, when we're bigger. Definitely. Um, but seriously, are we not forgetting the main attraction of Canberra? Enlighten me. <laughs> oh, come on, surely you can get it in one. I always get in one, but you can have to enlighten me on this one. No, come on, Canberra. There's one place in Canberra that everyone wants to go to. There's an attraction in Canberra? The zoo? No. I like the zoo. No, nah, not the zoo. Scotty, come on, mate. Lego house? What? There is legit a Lego house in Canberra. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know if it's still the same reason anymore. Fishwick. Yeah, probably not oh, for the same yeah. reasons. Yeah, not for the same reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding there. Questacon, guys. Questacon. Come on. Oh, yeah. Questacon. Oh, oh, true, Questacon. true. I, call I don't know. Course, have you been yeah. there as an adult? <laughs> Man, I'd love to go there as an adult. You just take just take your son. It makes it look less weird. <laughs> okay, Scotty, we can go. <laughs> oh, I'd God. love to go. Oh, I'd go down there. I'd follow the Barmy Army down there. For yeah. Sure. Because I'm probably not going no, to get a ta- ticket to I'm the cinema. Questacon. I mean, oh, we, we go have a few beers and then go to Questacon. Seriously, Questacon. It, it, go, it be if they still do it. And that's, that's, if, that's all I'm going to say. If they still have that earthquake house. Imagine they standing do. in that drunk. They do. <laughs> Oh, that would be amazing drunk. We'd probably go flying, but... I was there about three or four years ago, and they yeah. definitely do. <laughs> three years ago. Yeah. But, um... So if they have the earthquake and we're drunk, it's basically just walking down the street. You, so well, we might walk straight. straight. Yeah, we'd probably be in a straight, straight line. <laughs> Everyone would be freaking out. we go, what's going on? Why do you guys all look weird? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you stumbling over? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are drunk too? <laughs> So that'll probably get away that we're drunk because we won't be moving. We'll just be straight. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me, guys. Have you been drinking? No? What do you mean? How can you tell? (laughs) Oh, wow. I just watched the Bruno Fornaroli goal, and that is a terrible goalkeeping effort. Yeah. That goes through his fucking hands. I know what Jared was pissed off about on tonight's show. Teflon gloves. Yeah. Jared was fuming at him for it, and I'm I'm now understanding, hey, that's your garbage. But it's Melbourne victory, so it brings a smile to my face. Yeah. Well, we mentioned earlier with Sydney FC, this Levitch goal. I still love the story of after they won the grand final on, on Pens when Kevin Musket hit the post, Leo, Leo, Leo. Um, like, so everyone knows that Sydney FC fans, when they play Melbourne Victory, it's FTT. Yeah. Levitch yeah. said said it, FTT, at the next day meet up with the fans. Apparently, he thought it meant for for the team. <laughs> we won't say what it means because I don't want we don't want to bring hate on the show. But oh, I really want to. No, Jamie. No, <laughs> really, please <laughs> ask Benny. <laughs> go for it. Uh, wait, I'm allowed. Yeah, go for it. it. Means fuck the tards. <laughs> like not as, like it means fuck tards. Like it's yeah, that's what it means. <laughs> fuck tards. Before you come down on us, it's fuck tards. That's what it means. Fuck tards. Seriously, we're putting so much swearing to this show. I'm going to have to make it an explicit episode. Yeah, I, I mean, think, uh, yeah, I think it's that's only going to come but... up soon. But you know what? It's at the end of the episode. Like, thanks for listening all the way through, but we should be all right. Yeah. <laughs> but again, end of the episode. Solid episode again this week, boys. Yeah. Yeah. It was but, good. Um, a lot. Given the dates and how everything's working out, you probably may only have maybe one or two more episodes left of the year. Yeah, maybe yeah, three. Something like that. If yeah. we push it. Well, that weekend before Christmas, I'm actually down with my in down doing Christmas with uh, with the in laws, so I won't be able to. I won't be available that weekend, but ah. unless we maybe do a Sunday recording if possible, and then quickly edit it, put it out on the the Monday the Monday. Um, might be able to do that. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, we'll see how we go. Yeah. But um, anything you want to touch on? Anything else you want to touch on from the weekend? Or I think we covered it pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I think we covered everything actually. Yeah. 
once again, I'd rather touch on um, if you're on if you're going to boils on a Tuesday night, I've got a shift there. So if you're interested in getting a good feed there, hey, really? Hey, nice. What time you start? Promote. I start at five. Oh, damn it, I'm at work. Fuck. Uh, 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 starts at five. Starts oh, at five. If you start working at Boils, that's going to be perfect. Because um, the food's already good. It'll just get better. There we go. Let's see if we can get them on board. Yeah, why not? But speak, speaking of getting people on board, once again, go check out Cafe Kazoo, level two at, at Miranda Westfield, out the front of David Jones. Great coffee, great feast. Yes. With Christmas Absolutely. being here, if you're down there shopping, head there to refuel before you kick on again. Yep. And go get a coffee to take away on your way home as well. I think you guys can both agree with that. Cafe Kazoo, best place oh, to go in Marina. I'll probably be down there for a coffee tomorrow. So yep. I'll see you there. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. And as I said, I, I go there. I think you boys are going to start going there as well. Elite Salon for Men in Ingedine. Very, very great place to go get it, get get your hair done. Go see Joe and the team at Elite Salon for Men. Get a great haircut. And again, I think we're done. Nice. Good show. Thanks. Yeah. Very good show. Thanks, boys. And we will speak to you again next week.